Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Blast. of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marchant. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars, and we've been doing it for you a long time, and we continue to bring, again, that next collection. And today, we have a fantastic guest. A lot of people are going to think when I say LSU and I say the top prospect, you're going to think of Joe Burrow. Well, we're talking about the top prospect at his position that's none other than Blake Ferguson, their standout long snapper. And when we say he's the top guy, this is the top-ranked guy at the position, kind of enough to take some time and talk some college football. Blake, welcome to the program. How's the day treating you? Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been good. Had, had a little bit of training this morning and uh, just enjoying the rest of the evening. Nice. Now, we, we were uh, speaking uh, briefly before we went live, and you said you're um, in Atlanta, you're training with your brother. He also um, um, played and, and, and was a, an LSU long snapper. How fun is it kind of, you know, get, I guess, you know, getting to the routine with your brother and kind of training with him as you make this path toward this next level? It's been great. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very appreciative of him, you know, being a resource for me as I make this transition to the next level. Um, you know, this is an advantage that I have that not a lot of people have because he's been through this process before. And so it's something that I'm trying to use um, as best as I can and trying to soak up every, every ounce of knowledge of, from him that I can. And, um, you know, training with him is going to be, is going to be great this spring. Okay, yeah. And it's, it's, it's going to be something, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's going to be one of those moments where you guys are going to call and always reflect back. Um, before we get into all the intangibles that you bring to the position, I mean, you are a national champion. Congratulations. So I do want to talk a little LSU Tigers football. Um, when did you kind of get the sense that you guys are on this magical carpet ride, if you will? I mean, you know, when did you kind of get the idea that, you know, wow, I don't think we're going to lose another game as you, you know, made your path towards the, the national championship and prevailed over Clemson? Um, well, first of all, thank you. It's been a, it's been a great year. Um, very, very proud to uh, be an LSU Tiger and, and now a national champion. Uh, it's been awesome. But uh, I think – I knew in camp we had a good team um, coming out of last year, winning the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, we didn't lose a lot of guys. We lost Devin and Greedy um, as underclassmen. But, you know, um, we didn't lose a lot of guys other than that. And so I knew that, that having a lot of veterans going into this season would be very, very helpful for us. Um, I knew when we played Texas and, and we were able to, to score points um, on them like we did. I knew we would have a pretty, pretty, pretty good team. Um, but I think when, I think when we beat Alabama was, was kind of the point for me where I was like, okay, this is like, this is real. Like I knew that once we beat them, we were, we were on the, we were on track to, to win the SEC and then, um, go to the playoff. Cause I think the winner of that game had like a 
75% chance to go to the playoff and like a 50% chance to go to the national championship or something like that, whatever the ESPN statistics are. But, um, you know, it was, it was after Alabama that I knew, okay, this is, this is, this is real. And, and we, we got to strap in cause this is going to be fun. And, and it was an amazing ride. And, uh, you know, not because you're on the program. I mean, it's a, you guys just, you know, you know, as the game, you know, kind of, you know, stacking up, it just like this team is not going to be beat. It was just kind of like, you know, like uh, everybody's playing for second because the Tigers are going to do their thing and uh, obviously a magical season. Um, So, I mean, a long snapper, I love getting you guys on. We we spoke a little bit yesterday and I told you, you know, we've got some good karma. You know, we've had Cameron Canaday, uh, Tanner Purdom, a couple other guys uh, both on the program and both have uh, carved, you know, carved out niches in our long careers in the National Football League. But, I mean, how do you kind of start, you know, rounding yourself into that position? I'm sure you're probably an athlete growing up. Kind of take us through, I guess, adolescence and kind of how you end up, you know, being the guy that we're talking to today. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I played I played several different positions growing up just um, because I was, I was tall and semi-athletic. Uh, but I played a little bit of tight end and some offensive line uh, towards the – middle school, early high school years of my football career. Um, I knew that I probably wouldn't be playing uh, tight end or offensive line at the next level just because of my um, physical attributes. And so uh, I knew that I needed to kind of find my niche. And thankfully I had an older brother who kind of went before me and and found his niche first. Uh, And then I kind of copycatted there afterward and um, you know, we, he, he started, he started snapping when he was in, I think eighth or ninth grade. And, uh, he was the top guy in the country coming out, went to LSU. And then, um, a couple of years later, I, I knew that I wanted to play, uh, at the, at the collegiate level. And so I, I continued my training as a, as a long snapper underneath him and, um, was going to camps and just trying to learn as much as I can. And then, uh, it, it turned into collegiate opportunity and, I uh, was thankful enough to to go to LSU where I actually redshirted underneath Reed for a year. Uh was able to learn the ropes uh behind him just before I actually was thrown into the fire of a of a real game. Um so I'm I'm very thankful for that as well. And then I've I've snapped the last 4 years and I've loved every second of it. Definitely a fabulous career. Once again, Blake Ferguson here on the C2P the LSU Tigers champion and long snapper. And, and 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 folks, if you're not familiar with Blake, I mean, if you know, if you go on his page and you know for LSU, but you just you know, and 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 you're represented by Rep. One, um, Bruce Toner. You know, we were speaking down at the Senior Bowl, and he was just you know, beyond how impressed he was as you as a long snapper. I can't tell you how much he just he he just raved about you as a man and your character, and you know, and just wait till you talk to this kid, and he was just like you know, lights out, and and I mean, you know, two what two degrees. You're, you've been a, a team captain. I mean, you know, all, I mean, all <laughs> academic. I think what even even when you redshirted, you were, you know, all. I mean, I mean, sure. there, yeah. let me ask you this: Is there anything you're just bad at? <laughs> I mean, is there, you know, is there anything like okay, like I mean, like okay, I'm gonna get Blake. Is it, can, I, can I beat him in golf? Is he a lousy cook? Are you or but are you gonna be like Tiger Woods? I, I and, like, enjoy Bobby playing. Blake? I enjoy playing golf. I'm not great at golf. Um, so that's probably something okay. that you could beat me at. Um, but you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's been a, it's been a great journey. Um, academically, that's something that I always have taken pride in. 
Um, and then just the impact that I can have on my teammates as a captain, that was, that was very special to be named a captain as well. So it was an honor for me to be thought of in that way by my coaches and my teammates. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that is, I mean, that that's the ultimate, I think, uh, you know, honor um, for you. So you, I mean, when do you kind of get the sense? I mean, your brother's there, he's doing his thing. You know, you could get there and maybe, maybe it doesn't work out for you, but when do you kind of get the sense that, you know, what I'm doing on Saturdays can possibly, you know, get me a job in the national football league on Sundays. When does that kind of really hit you that you're, you know, you got the legit skill set to take this to the next level? Um, I guess, I mean, I knew I always wanted to play at the next level. Um, I, I grew up watching pro football and it was, it was a dream of mine to, to play at, at the, at the highest level of football. And so that's something that I've always dedicated um, my time to and um, dedicated a lot of years doing that. And so I guess when I probably, probably mid to later end of my collegiate career, I knew I was probably going to be one of the top guys um, coming out. I was named an All-American uh, by Phil Steele Magazine, who is the only magazine that rates long snappers um, on their All-American list, uh, which is unfortunate, by the way. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge proponent of, of adding long snappers to All-American lists, but uh, that's another story for another day. But, um, you know, that's, I, I guess when I, when I was named All-American and, and – uh, I won the David Ben Award for, for Top Snapper of the Year in 2018 last year. So I knew that I had an opportunity. Um, but, you know, it's you got to kind of keep that same mentality of coming to work every single day um, like you're the underdog and, and just keeping that, that lunch pail mentality that I uh, talk about a lot. Definitely. And for you, I mean, kind of take us through. I mean, uh, you know, I, you know, the guys that we've had on, and it's funny that you say that because I remember, like, when we used to do our draft rankings, you know, we'd kind of put, you know, like, you, you kind of get to the special teams, you know, like, long snapper, and you're like, you know, like, you know, not that you can scout 7,000 guys, but then again, you're like, listen, I don't know who the long snappers are, so, like, I'm not going to even go and kind of delve into that, but, but for you as a prospect, I mean, what are those intangibles? I mean, you know, what are these scouts going to love about you? I mean, I know that it's very, um, you know, keen, you know, how long you're, you know, it takes from you to snap the ball, to, you know, to the punter and those types of things. I mean, is your speed on par or even beyond that with all the typical numbers? Yeah. So I guess, I mean, for me at this, at this level, everybody's a good long snapper. Everybody, everybody can snap a football and, and put it right on the, on the punter's hip. But, the guys that separate themselves are the guys that can do it every single time. Um, and then they can protect and then they can get down in coverage. So um, consistency for me is a, is a big part of what I do and trying to um, replicate the same motion every single time. Um, very similar to a golf swing, very similar to a punter or a kicker. You want to have a repeatable motion. And so if I can do what I do, very consistently I'm, I'm going to have a little bit of success. Um, and then beyond that, I think I'm, I'm great in coverage. Uh, I'm hoping to run a four, seven, something at the combine. Uh, we'll see, but, um, coverage. And then just beyond the field, I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm a good communicator, good teammate, um, very passionate about the game. And so, um, you know, it's it's something that I take pride in, and it's something that I've dedicated a lot of time to. Uh, so that's that's kind of what I guess 
a a long story short kind of snapshot view of who I am um, because at this level everybody's good, but the the best separate themselves in in small ways. Nice. How about weather conditions? I mean, uh, pretty comfortable. I mean, and uh, I guess if you know, scouts know this, and you, you're gonna. I mean, I mean, if they got to go back and maybe look at a foul weather game where maybe that ball was a little slick. I mean, what what game do these scouts have to go eye and watch you do your thing to perfection? I think probably the Tennessee game uh, in seventeen. We it was it was crazy wind uh, in the first half. I mean, it was it was like a hurricane was coming around the stadium. It was something I've never seen before uh, because there was no there was no lightning, there was no rain. It was just windy, and it was like twenty five to thirty mile an hour wind. Um, and we were in, like, we were in warmups and the ball just would just fly and it would be, I mean, it, it would just go everywhere. And so, um, we come out of halftime, uh, we're, the specialists are warming up on the field to begin the, uh, the second half and it just starts pouring harder than any rain I've ever seen in my entire life. We literally were standing on our sideline and we couldn't see the other side of the stadium. It was it was raining that hard, and so wow. um, Tennessee I think won the toss to begin the game, and they deferred to the second half. And okay, they um, so they deferred to to start the second half or to start the game, excuse me. And then um, they actually were considering kicking the ball off to start the second half as well because it was raining so hard. They didn't want to risk losing the ball wow. in bad weather to start the second half. They were going to try and wait the, wait the weather out. They ended up taking the ball. They almost fumbled on the opening kickoff of the second half. Um, but for me, um, that was probably the, the craziest game weather-wise just because it, it's hard enough to snap a football well, but it's harder when it's raining and the ball is very slick, very heavy, and then it's it's windy on top of that. So. Um, yeah, that's probably the game that I look back on in my college career and say, okay, this is, this is one that I'm proud of because I didn't have any bad snaps. Um, <laughs> and you know, it's, it was, it was crazy. It was a crazy night and we got out of there with a win. So it's thankful awesome. for that. A great story. I mean, that, that, I'm, I, well, at least you prevailed in that and did well. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad you have a crazy game to kind of reference to that. Um, we've got a great kind of great question and uh, obviously an even more phenomenal answer. Um, Blake, we're almost out of time, but we always like to have a little bit of fun. We call it three and out. Um, a few off-the-wall questions if uh, you want to take a shot with some of those. Let's do it. All right. Now, um, long snappers, we've had our share. Um are, do you have any trick shots as a long snapper? And if you do, what's what's that unique shot that you can do with the Ooh. ball? Maybe through the, you know, through a basketball hoop, or maybe through a car window while I was driving. Do you do anything like that? Um, you know, I I haven't gotten too into the like social media trick shot hype uh, as a long snapper, but I guess the the one that I have participated in was the uh, bottle cap challenge this past summer. Um, where I, I snapped the ball and just barely grazed the, the top of the bottle cap and made it spin off. Um, I don't know if you have, I don't know if you saw like Jason Statham and the, the, the actors and actresses, all the celebrities like doing the roundhouse kick and kicking the bottle cap off and making it. Okay. Spin. Okay. Um, I but I that. did it with a football and, and I hit the, hit the bottle cap enough for it to spin off and 
kind of go in the other direction. My brother was kind enough to um, do his own version where he did two bottles. He just had to one up me, but wow. um, <laughs> that was probably the one that I that I was involved in that I uh, was pretty proud of. Okay. Well, you kind of you kind of gave well you gave it away. But my next question was just because your brother and you do the same thing. Um, I was going to say, how competitive are you guys when you guys go at this? I mean, I'm sure there might be. I guess when is the last time your mom and dad had to separate to you growing up, kind of because you got too competitive maybe over this stuff? And I hope it's not um, last week. I hope it's like eighth grade. <laughs> Probably Christmas dinner. <laughs> oh um, no. <laughs> No, we uh we we keep it pretty civil, but you know we're we're competitive in everything that we do. We're we're athletes at heart, and um whether it's whether it's long snapping or or playing a game of FIFA, it's I mean we're gonna we're gonna go at it with everything that we got. <laughs> yeah, that's funny you said that. Uh, so so FIFA's uh when we had Jimmy Garoppolo on years ago at the Senior Bowl, he sent him and his brothers uh. I think they were big uh, Chicago Blackhawks fans, and they said when they got on, you know, the Atari or whatever, the PlayStation or whatever, and they started doing the hockey, they said that's when, uh, you know, things could get crazy. So a little FIFA, yeah, absolutely FIFA for you guys, and it could get FIFA that is we're, we're Reed and I are big, and, and our dad are big soccer fans, um, and, and so that's that's our game of choice when we uh, when we want to compete a little bit. <laughs> excellent excellent and the last one um and there's so many things that uh, we could go here but we'll go this one for you um any rituals for you on a saturday or maybe leading into the game i mean is there anything you do religiously that helps you be the guy that we see prevail on a saturday um i think the probably the one thing that i that i enjoy doing is um you know as a snapper i have to be i have to be very calm in, in my approach to the to what i do and so um, my pregame playlist is, is a lot of John Mayer, a lot of, um, you know, just slow country music that kind of keeps me, keeps me grounded and, and keeps me level-headed because the second I get too hyped, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sail one over the punter's head. So that's probably my, <laughs> my main ritual. But, um, you know, I, I like to wear the same pair of socks and, and just have a couple other, you know, superstitions that I, that I do. But, uh, the music is probably the main thing. Awesome stuff. Well, Blake, man, fabulous guest, fabulous career. And obviously uh, we're going to be seeing, I, I pretty much uh, guarantee we're going to be seeing you doing it at the next level, which is uh, pretty cool stuff. So, hey, safe travels to Indy. Oh, and I, and real quick, um, make sure you bring an extra duffel bag or a suitcase because you're going to get so much free stuff in Indianapolis that if you don't, you're going to leave stuff because you won't be able to bring it back. So, Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. having me on. I'm glad I remembered that. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, there, I've known guys who have actually given stuff away at the airport cause they can't get it all through. Oh so. my goodness. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I'll definitely bring an extra, an extra duffel bag with me to, to bring back to Atlanta. Excellent, man. Well, Hey man, safe travels. We always like to say, stay humble. We'd be blessed. And I appreciate you joining us here on the C2P. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks. No problem at all. Once again, that is Blake Ferguson, the top long snapper of the 2020 NFL draft. And again, if you go and just kind of check this kid's background out and his career at Airsley and all the things he's accomplished, I mean, it's just, I mean, he dots the T's or he dots the I's, crosses the T's like no other. And like I said, fabulous, fabulous at what he does. And again, he's going to be a guy that you're going to kind of see doing us at the next level. But again, if you want more Blake Ferguson, Apple Music, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Call Show Pro, all opportunities to download and listen to this interview at your leisure. As always, we appreciate you listening to the C2P.
Peace. This has been a C2P exclusive.